Hello and welcome to another episode of K-Botak, the podcast about Korean cinema and K-dramas. I'm John, and on this episode we'll be keeping it all in the family with A Tale of Two Sisters. A Tale of Two Sisters is a 2003 South Korean psychological horror drama film that was written and directed by Kim Ji-un, also known for such films as The Good, The Bad and The Weird, I Saw the Devil, and many other really excellent uh, titles. In Korean, the name of the film is Changhwa Hongryon, which uh, literally means rose flower and red lotus, and that actually refers to a South Korean uh, Chosun era folktale. And the names of rose flower and red lotus are actually in this movie. Uh, the two main characters, Sumi and Suyon, mean rose and lotus. The film is a haunted house movie, it's a family tragedy, it is a psychological horror. And, of course, it's a ghost story. Think of The Shining, if that creepy lady got out of the bath a lot more. Around the time that this would have been uh, doing the rounds in uh, DVD sections uh, in uh, the UK, I was into uh, Shutter alone, a lot of Thai horror. I was into um, Hong Kong stuff, the Eye trilogy, which I still hold up as one of the best horror trilogies of all time. And that whole kind of wave of East Asian uh, ghost horror, long hair lady ghost horror, that came on the heels of The Ring and The Grudge and all of these kind of films. I loved all of this at the time and watched a lot of it, but I never got round to A Tale of Two Sisters, which having seen it more recently um, was uh, a shame because my um, university going Uh, East Asian horror DVD watching self would have adored this movie saw it uh, not so long ago a few months ago and it's really fantastic so if you are interested in South Korean cinema in general if you want to see um, a terrific horror movie uh, over Halloween then this is my recommendation to you you can definitely put it up there with uh, the eye the ring shutter alone the cast includes Im Soo-jung as Pei Sumi, who is kind of the lead character, uh, Moon Kun-young as Pei Soo-yeon, who is the sister of Sumi, the slightly more shy and, and retiring sister, Yum Chung-ah as Hyo Eun-ju, who is uh, the stepmother of these two kids, Kim Kap-soon as Pei Moo-hyun, who is the father, and you also have uh, Lee Seung-bi, Mihi, who is Unju's sister-in-law, uh, Lee Taeyun as Sumi's doctor, and Park Mihyun as Mrs. Bae, who uh, is the mother of the two girls. Interestingly, Jun Ji-hyun turned this down, uh, saying the script was too scary. 
although she did go on to make the film The Uninvited in the same year. Nothing to do with The Uninvited, which was an American remake of this film. Like I mentioned, the film is loosely based on a popular Korean fairy tale or folk tale from Chosun times uh, called Changhua Hongjun Chun. In the story, uh, and I haven't been able to read the original, but I found some good descriptions of it online. It is, again, about a stepmother who is cruel towards um, the two stepdaughters that she has because she is plotting for her son's, um, basically, uh, marriage and, and future success. So she arranges for one of them to be pushed in a pond, uh, who then drowns, and then the other sister, heartbroken by this, eventually drowns herself. So it's a kind of a murder-suicide um, story. It's quite grim, it's very sad for a fairy tale. And uh, Kim Ji-Woon takes some aspects for this movie, but largely uh, this is its own story. So Sumi is seen uh, to be looking after kind of the more shy Suyeon, who's very attentive towards her. They've just moved back with their father and their stepmother, who is cold-hearted towards them. And gradually things become more claustrophobic and terrifying in this house as the girls begin to uh, suffer at the hands of the stepmother and see this uh, horrific ghost that inhabits the place. They're in this enormous kind of rambling gothic mansion, uh, hence my uh, comparison to The Shining. Um, and that is a big part of the movie. I'm a big fan of uh, single setting horror films. Uh, that have a really iconic, recognisable location. Uh, this definitely has that, and I think when you start the movie, you can kind of you can see the whole house. If it's in front of you, the girls walk in. The more time you spend there, I find that the the space the house occupies becomes less and less easy to really put limits on. It just seems to go on and on with corridors and rooms. Um, you don't get to spend as much time outside of it, and I think it's really well shot um, with cinematography by Emo Gay, who's gone on to do a lot of other really good movies and and does fantastic photography here, just to make it seem like this kind of this house is a little bit of its own realm, its own dimension where all of these terrible things are happening, and it's clear that there is something, you know, a, a tragedy. Um, a misfortune that has happened in this place um, and that there are both actual ghosts that you're seeing on screen and uh, kind of the, the ghosts of things people have done in the past. Um, very, very strong for the, the atmosphere in the setting. Kim Ji-Woon, when he was interviewed about this movie, said, uh, quote, I think one of the elements of the movie's success is the difficulty in understanding it. People tend to watch the movie twice, three, four times, then they like to talk about it afterwards, puzzling it out and discussing it. And I think Kim Ji-Woon deliberately makes it hard for you to trust your certainty about what is going on in the story and between the characters, because one of the characters, for a start, is a young girl who is undergoing recuperative therapy after being institutionalised. Uh, Sumi, at the beginning of the movie, is seen as having come from an institution. Um, and the movie also both plays into and has something to say about the wicked stepmother trope, which we all know from Disney and countless other films um, that we've seen. It has uh, a really strong kind of focus on the family drama 
Um, the father is constantly very, very uncomfortable, and you can tell that something is, is sitting ill with him throughout the movie. And you can get so much from this just by watching all the different characters and what they're going through and what they're thinking. It's almost like um, you know, a really good kind of stage play. Um, again, playing into that sort of single setting. Um, it's all about the interplay between the characters. And it also has a couple of absolutely thunderclap twists later on as well uh, to look forward to. The house and the family, um, to begin with, they both look you know, very conventional and uh, even appealing, but immediately you know something is wrong. And the closer that you look, the less you can be sure, but the, the more certain you know that something here is bad and, and something is wrong. Um, Kim uh, also said that Western horror films deal with the phenomenon of horror. And once you leave the theatre, that phenomenon is gone. But Eastern films deal with its origins. Even after you leave the theatre, there's still some anxiety. It makes you consider the horror in ordinary life. So there was a very good um, video on Accented Cinema YouTube channel, which I thoroughly recommend, about the kind of um, social issues and fear of technology that pervade a film like The Ring, the inexorableness of that ghost, uh, and the way it has this kind of ticking clock nature to it, like once you've activated that countdown, it's just coming for you. Um, really plays into our fear of technology and how it's something that you know we we can't really get past it's it's sort of absolute in many ways um thai horror tends to be very personal a film like shutter um and alone uh even have some similarities in the fact that they're dealing with things that have you know very personal tragic things that have happened between people and those ghosts in Thai horror there's always a reason they're there they're usually out for revenge or justice and usually they'll be the saddest character in the whole thing sometimes you even feel like the people who are getting spooked and and even um, kind of attacked by these ghosts deserve it a little bit because of what they did to them which makes it very powerful and then Hong Kong films like The Eye go into Buddhism and Taoism and, and folklore. South Korean um, films like this, it has that folklore background because of the um, the original fairy tale. Um, there's also the family drama aspect. This ties together really nicely quite a few of the, the strands that run through East Asian horror. And Kim Joon is clearly um, very... Uh, kind of very well-read um, and uh, well-exposed to all of this. And he's completely right. This makes the film stick with you a lot more because you can just about convince yourself that there isn't a horrifying gremlin under the sink um, in the style of one of the most famous scares in this movie. Um, although, don't look under there just in case. But it's harder to walk out of the cinema or turn this off once you've streamed it and then aside or feel better about cruelty, abuse, family tragedy after the, the film is over because those things do happen. They don't just go away if you stop thinking about them. The scares in A Tale of Two Sisters supports this. It's not really about jump scares but tension and atmosphere and at one point uh, about being stared down by a horrifying apparition for a long long time um, that challenge you as, as challenges you as the viewer to keep looking at it 
which is quite difficult. This is far from many directors who hide the ghosts or smack them in your face for one second for a jump scare. In this movie, you have to really look at something terrifying for a long time and kind of reckon with it. And it's almost like, without spoiling too much, hinting towards or glancing towards what Sumi is going through and is going to have to go through if she confronts um, what is really going on and what has happened to her and what has been happening in her family. She's going to have to look right in the face of this horrifying thing and that's something that's difficult for all of us to do, to look at something straight in its face that is scary or difficult or depressing. Um, so I think the symbolism and meaning in this film is extremely rich and very powerful and the more you think about it um, the more you rewatch it the better it gets um, even in getting ready for this episode just reading some of the things people have um, written about this film and uh, having a, a bit more of a think about it myself I just appreciate it more and more all the time I think it's one of the best things in, in Kim Ji-Woon's very very venerable filmography which is full of hits and uh, and full of classics but this is a really good early one by him and it is a classic uh, ghost film like I say um, cinematography by Emo Gay and uh, the setting the look of the house and the way it's presented to you it's this ornate kind of rambling place um, that's amazing the effects hold up I think because they're used minimally and for the ghosts that you do see uh, really good use of makeup and costume. Um, the atmosphere throughout is an absolute pea soup. Um, it's really dense and forbidding. It's as thick as the resentment in the household. Um, and overall, I think the, the movie is just a triumph. And if you have any love for that era of, like I say, long hair ghost horror uh, that we got in the early 2000s through to about the mid 2000s, um, then you'll probably love this and if you are uh, into uh, Korean cinema um, then uh, you'll likely have seen something from Kim Ji-Woon uh, or if not I think that this is probably going to be in a lot of people's top three top five Korean horror movies alongside the likes of The Wailing, Train to Busan um, so this is uh, really a, a terrific place to start if you want to see more of these um, A Tale of Two Sisters wonderful and absolutely recommended. There are lots of other episodes of K-Botak you can check out. Um, if you go back into, uh, you know, almost a year ago now, I did cover Train to Busan, I covered The Wailing, um, I've covered horror uh, K-dramas like Kingdom and Sweet Home, and uh, more recently hit uh, and critically acclaimed movies like Decision to Leave and Broker. Uh, a few months ago when we got those movies here a little bit ahead of um, most of the world or, or most of the English-speaking world. You can also follow the show on at kbotakpod, that's K-B-O-T-A-K-P-O-D on Twitter and Instagram. Retweets and shares are much appreciated. And best of all, if you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Cheers. <laughs>